Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, 
yeah, I'm not going to be the to the punch. Not entirely. You know how that goes. But at the same time, it is what it is. She, she's absolutely right. Okay. So for those who may not have seen the topic, kind of, you know, everybody does it, Facebook or whatever, the topic this evening is infidelity and, you know, belittlement, the treatment that you receive in relationships. And uh, what does in good times and bad times, you know, that for better, for worse, as long as you both shall live, will truly mean? Um, are there limitations? And who gets to determine what those limitations are? Who gets to determine um, what's good, what's bad? So before we dive into our topic too deeply, though, we also have a um, guest with us. We have a an author who was the inspiration again for the topic this evening because the title of the book that she has touched on some of those very things. So, um, and I'm thinking that she's on the line with us. Um, not the number I was expecting, so I'm hoping that's her. Um, I hate to open the line and it's not her and I've introduced her. But um, And I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Uh, Tamara Matthews. So I'm going to open... This line, Tamara, was that be you? Yes, it's me. Oh. Well, there you go. <laughs> I was nervous because sometimes we, you know, we have some regular callers, and they trick me sometimes so they can get on the air. <laughs> right, I was a little worried too. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are you this evening? I'm doing fine, and you? Good. Did I pronounce your name correctly? Because that's one of my pet peeves. Oh, it's Tamara, but it's okay. I'm used to it's it. It's Tamara. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. Deal. I'm sorry, Tamara. So that's your Tamara the rest of the night. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what I want, like, you know, kind of how we run things around here is, is your time. Is your time to let the listeners know um, about what it is that you write about your work, any events you have coming up. You know, anything that they may not know, they don't follow you yet, and um, share all your goods with um, our listeners. And we do have readers, so definitely go out there and share uh, what you write about with them. And then we're going to kind of jump into our topic and talk about some of the things that you write about. So would you go ahead and share with our listeners what it is that um, you have going on? Sure, I'd love to. Um, well, um, for those who don't know, the title of my book is Lies Unleashed. Um, I write fiction novels, um, mainly drama. I like a lot of drama. And um, as far as the events, um, I'm actually currently working on an event now. I'm trying to line it up for part two to come out because part two is due to come out around September 26th or somewhere around there. Okay. So, Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I just said okay, no problem. Oh, <laughs> so um, my goal is to have a release party for that, and I'm also trying to schedule a few more book signings, especially after the novel comes out. I really want to hit the ground running, um, doing book signings and um, meeting a few book clubs and doing as much as I can to advertise it. 
So, um, oh, that's really good. So, on uh, your first book, I think on book two is a continuation. Of Correct. The, the first book. Okay. Right. And um, so, kind of to to entice everybody, because when I read the information about your book, I was like, ooh, sounds good, you know. So, um, <laughs> let everybody know kind of what to expect when they pick up your book and they get into these lives unleashed. Oh yeah, now now you're definitely going to have to read part one um, to understand mm-hmm. what's going on in part two because uh, right. people might be a little bit confused. So I plan on putting a little something in the beginning to kind of give you a reminder. But um, yes, in part two, pretty much I'm going to be introducing the same characters that were in part one. Uh, I might have maybe one or two new ones and put a couple on the you know in the back somewhere and kind of let them go on about their business. But, um, because, <laughs> you know, after you go read it. What that's <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yeah, exactly, well, honestly, exactly. I wasn't considering doing a book three for this one, because I always feel that when you start to do too many sequels on one novel, like, um, some books come out a hit, but a lot of times they don't. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I don't know, I've never really been big on, like, Part three, four, five, six, because I feel like it starts to get watered down after that. Mm-hmm. Might not for some there's people. Only so for me much, there's only so much you can do to a couple characters. Exactly. Oh, yeah, and people get bored <laughs> with their lives. Like, say if I have a somebody or a fan or something that requests for me to, you know, they want me to dive into the lives of one of the other characters, one of the side characters or something, I'll probably do something like that. Mm-hmm. But that's probably yeah. as far as I'll take it. But, um, yeah, like part two or whatever, you know, it's still going to have the same drama, but the lives are going in a different direction at this point. Um, okay. I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to give everything away. <laughs> well, obviously of you don't want to do that, of course. <laughs> of course not. You, gotta give us a, you just got to give us enough, that's all. And, and you oh, but what I can tell you, um, like in part one, it was the character Nikki. In part two, uh, well, in part one, I kind of briefly introduced her sister, just like on the first page. I really didn't say much about her. So in part two, I'm actually going to dive into her life and the things that she's going through with her man or her husband. So it's going to get really interesting because he's, you know, somewhat abusive, insecure, so he has all these issues. Actually, it lies real well with the theme for today. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So okay. I think I'm telling you, you did. You said you set the stage for me. I was like, oh yeah, that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> but I think people are gonna love it. They'll probably like it better than part one. <laughs> and doesn't that make you feel good though? Because that means you didn't, you know, you never want to come out with book two and it's, you know, not as good as book one. Exactly. You want something that's like, oh, we got better. So, you know, yeah, you have to Right. Especially when you, um, you know, you satisfy the curiosity of that new character or the character that you didn't really dive into that first time. They're kind of right. waiting on it. Because, I, I mean, I understand because I, I got, I've got one um, in the wings. So I understand. <laughs> I got a book in the wings, and I'm trying not to bore my my readers with. Well, we already know that, you know. So you you, right, you have right. to kind of go in a different direction with those other um, those other characters. So exactly. Exactly. So, oh, part two is going to be interesting. <laughs> you touch on some things that um, 
are real, you know, relevant to to life, to 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 dating, to marriage, to you know, to relationships, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and that's kind of what we're kind of discussing this evening in those relationships, you know, and and right. one of the things that um, kind of spins off of those questions, you know, who determines who determines those limits and those bounds, and you know, we can all, you know, we all have at some point fallen in love and. Then when we fall out, it's like, why would I even allow him or her to put me there? But right. that's somebody just, you know, somebody determined the bounds of the limitations that were on that relationship, that govern that relationship. So right. it's really interesting. So when you were writing about some of these things, were they based on experiences or just, you know, were they based on your experiences or other people's experiences? How did you kind of come into picking a topic? Well, I kind of grouped all the experiences because some of the experiences were things that I had gone through personally and some were things that other people that I knew had gone through or just things that I've seen happen in different places, like, I might be at a mall and, you know, I see something take place and I'm like, wow, man, that's crazy. I should put this in a book. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, you know, pretty much that's how I came up with everything and um, especially with the experiences. So, so, gotcha. so when you are um, taking, you know, real-life situations, not necessarily your own personal ones, Right. Try to paint accurately, or do you kind of spin them? I mean, you know. Um. Sometimes I spin them. Yeah. Sometimes I spin them, and sometimes I use the actual thing that may have happened. But um, I don't know. I just like for people to get the realistic feel of the situation. So Mm -hmm. you know, I try not to spin it too much, but I spin it a little, so you know, people are like, "Hey, that's what happened to me." Are you talking about me? Yeah, you end up fighting somebody. Well, I mean, you write a novel, novel, everybody thinks you're talking about them, or even you're talking about yourself. Why why even worry about it? Just go ahead and ride with it and keep it moving forward for the most part, because you know somebody's going to find a way to say, okay, this happened talking about me. Exactly. That's always going to be the case. Right. Mm -hmm. And you might not have been talking about anybody you know, and they're like, I know this was about me. But I'm like, okay, yeah. if that's what you think. Yeah. You know, I found more. a way. Found a way to stress on those people. I'm like, yeah, you're telling on yourself now. <laughs> like, right. Oh, you know, I didn't know that. You just told me. I just say, oh, this happened to you. Well, let me get your story and get pulled yeah, out of panic. Yeah, you tell me how it went down. <laughs> <laughs> and um, your in your first book, um, who would you say is your favorite character? Nikki. Right off the bat, okay. I love Nikki. Okay, so in book one, though, we don't get to know much about Nikki, right? Oh, yeah, you learn a lot about her. She's a pistol-packing oh, mama. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Lord. And so, but she's kind of like the no-nonsense type female almost. You know, even though she's going through a lot of stuff with the guy that she broke it off with because, you know, like, in part one, you have it where Nikki, you know, she was cheated on by her um, ex-fiance. It's like, as soon as she found out, she's like, I'm done. I'm not going to waste my time with this. 
you're dirty, I'm done, don't bother me anymore. And that's what I liked about her. Like, with her character, I wanted to have at least that one person that was in her, like, look, I'm not taking your mess. You know, you come talking to me crazy, we're going to handle it. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And that's what type of person she is. That's, that's a girl power right there. <laughs> right. She's like, I'm not taking it. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, because I find that there's always, even when we create these characters, there's always a piece of us that mm-hmm. comes out in them. And so is exactly. that one of those sides of you? She would be like the new me. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> like after I went through all the experiences and the foolishness and, you know, me being young and, you know, tolerating a lot of stuff that I wouldn't tolerate now. So she would be more like the new me. But I'm just toned yeah. down a little bit more than she is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. And, and sometimes we have to be in reality. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, because we talked about, you know, um, women who were ambitious mm-hmm. last week, and those yep. women, um, it's different than women who are mm, more straightforward. You know, there's a difference. So that woman mm-hmm. who will, like you said, pack a pistol, and let you know she's done is not necessarily right. the same thing as that ambitious woman. So right, I get that. I get that. Um, talk about some of the men in your book. In your book. Um. Well, with the men, you know, I've noticed, like, especially with a lot of books, the men tend tend to get bashed a lot, and I kind of wanted to get away from that. I wanted to have some of the bad guys. I kind of wanted to give you the good and the bad. Like you have your bad guys in the book where it's like, oh, my God, I would never date him, or he's horrible. And then you have your good guys, too, because I want to show there are some good guys out here, and there is, you know, a good side to some of them. You know, you got bad ones and the good. So. I know you like that, Shakira. What you say? I said, yeah, I said good. I'm not, I'm not bashful about that. You know that already. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just giving you your open space to say it, not be tough though, because I know you would stand up clapping for that one. Yeah, well, about close as you're gonna get to that, so to speak. But yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I feel like right. right. You're it's the only like, testosterone uh... on the line, so I can handle it right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, you know, I feel it's only right to do it like that because, you know, even with the women, I have the good women in the book, and then I have the bad ones as well because you have just as many bad women out here as you do men. Oh, amen. You know, it goes both ways. And I know that it's always, like, one-sided, and it's like, oh, well, you know, yeah, the guys are like this and the guys are like that, but you got your scandalous women out here too. And yeah. I wanted I wanted to be seen from both sides of the fence. You know, I want you to see the good guy and how they operate. And then I want you to see the good woman and how she operates. But then I want you to see the bad ones, too. Like, oh, <laughs> you know. So, um, right. Because I wanted guys to be able to read it and also get a perspective and have their perspective shown as well, you know, and um, how they may perceive things. I didn't want it just to be all just for women only. I wanted men to read it all as right. well and be like, oh, yeah, you know, and feel good about reading a book knowing that they're not getting bashed the whole entire book. <laughs> so. 
Right. And, you know, it's so, it's so, um, it's eye-opening when you, when you as a female write a book and then a guy reads it and gives you mm-hmm. that feedback. Is that because they pick up stuff that you didn't even know you put that in there, you know. And it's exactly. like, wow, I didn't even know that was in there. But they came back with this perspective because they're looking at that angle and looking for mm-hmm. how did you bash us or how did you trap us. Or, you know, they're looking from that angle. You didn't even know you put that in there. So it's exactly. really amazing. And that's so, true. Like know, a lot of guys, that's the first thing they look into. Like, oh man, what they what she had to say about the guys? Because it's funny because what? I was speaking to one of my really good friends recently, and she was saying how she left her book on her desk or whatever at work, and um, she was like, yeah, I just left it sitting there for a while because she was ha- she had been reading it, but she would leave it at work so she can come back and read it again. She said she came back to work one day, and a couple of guys were like, oh, man, I read that book, and she's really good at seeing the male's perspective and this, that, and this. And I was like, oh, man, that's great feedback, you know, because I always mm-hmm. wonder how guys perceive the book versus women. Yeah. So, and, and it would be nice if you could, like, get more guys to share this so that we can kind of oh, yeah. make sure we represent them well when we write, you know. Uh, or, Definitely. you know, you have to have those angles where you kind of get into what they're thinking. Um, right. Because a lot you. of times, you know, I'll ask, like, um, guys and stuff, like, how would you say this or how would you say that, you know, if this was you or how would you look at this situation if this was to happen to you? That way I can well, get an idea how I would want to write it. Yeah, that's definitely helpful. Right. That way Is they it won't the same for like, you? Is it the same for you, uh, Shaquille, when you're writing from, you know, a male perspective, trying to capture the, like, the woman's reason for doing things? And is oh, that absolutely. hard for you to do? You, usually, usually it's it's one of two things. It's, it's, it's depending on the depending on the perspective of whom whom I'm writing for at that mm-hmm. moment. Um, exactly. I have to find, I have to know what what I'm dealing with for the most part. I'm not I'm not going to be able to. I can empathize to a degree, but I really get. It's easier for me to go. Okay, this is the actual response. I'll get with two or three of the the, the women I trust most, and be mm-hmm. like, okay, here's the scenario. What's the what's the reaction? And right. you know, it can be anywhere from the sublime to the ridiculous. So mm-hmm. it just depends on it depends on what I decide I want to have done. If I really want to go in that direction, where you know I want to go completely to the left, and it's like, okay, truth is stranger than fiction. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I might want to go completely right and be like, okay, I'll just go ahead and pick something completely out of the blue, completely off my imagination, and we'll just let the shows fall where they may. Right. That's true. <clears throat> so you touch on, you do touch on relationship um, issues when you write. And so, again, when I was reading through the information about about your uh, novel, I was thinking, man, she starts talking about, um, are touching on the the things that traditionalists believe in versus, you know, where we are right now. And right. I'm just curious, you know, and when I say right now, you know, society is not as, um, it's not as, everyone's not traditionalist. I mean, everybody doesn't believe in, some of the older standards, the standards for relationships, even right. to the basis of a marriage, are, are different right. now, and, and it's um, in, in multiple ways. And 
I guess like society is becoming even more saturated with these beliefs of right. so many different types of love, so many different types of relationships. So uh, just kind of you know springboarding into our our, our um, topic, you know, when you were um, looking at how to have your characters relate to each other, when you start looking at the relationships and the things that happen, how did you go about determining how much your female or male characters would take in a relationship? Because that's kind of, you know, what we're talking about here is in on the show is, you know, who determines those limits? How did you go about stating them? Hmm. I'm trying to think of a good way to answer this question. <laughs> um <laughs> It's difficult. Know. It's going to be. I, I can. I can probably understand why it's a difficulty. It's such a. It's, it's such a. It's such a subjective question. Right. You know, it's it's extremely subjective. Subjective. So it's 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 just like what we're seeing in the chat room itself is. You know, everybody's saying it's uh, it's really dependent upon the individual for the most part. You know, what what a woman is willing to put up with versus what a man is willing to put up with might be exactly. on different sides of the spectrum for the most part. And then what one man is willing to deal with versus what another man is willing to deal with are going to be completely different ends of the spectrum in and of themselves. Same thing with two different women. You put two different women in the same situation, one may decide to stick around and the other one saying bye and you better hope I don't kill you while I'm on my way out of the door. <laughs> right. How often do people get in these relationships where, you know, because it happens. You have a traditionalist that gets into a relationship with someone who's not as traditional, and then before before they even realize that two different schools of thought trying to marry each other here, and all utter confusion, and then somebody leaves broken, you know, are, are not believing in those things that they once did because they had the wrong match, you know. Right. But, you know, I think it all depends on the person, like you said, and I think uh, it depends on your age, too, somewhat, (laughs) because um, just like, for example, you have um, girls or you have guys, for example, like older guys who go after younger girls and, they know this girl may be naive or nine times out of ten she'll probably be naive. So a lot of stuff that this guy is going to do, she's probably going to go for and put up with because he knows, you know, this girl naive, I can kind of get over on her, you know, big time. But, you know, I think, and like they say, you know, a man is only going to do what, you know, you allow him to do. And same goes for the woman. Or in the man, like if the man is allowing a woman to do all this crazy stuff, then she's going to continue to do that. So, Absolutely. You know, okay. just like for example, like while we're talking about the um, traditional and non-traditional, like okay, for example, for me and my own experience, like back in the day, you got a lot of older people say, "Oh, don't you, you know, lay down with no man, or don't you, you know." Um, live with a man before you, you know, get married to him and all of that stuff. You should wait till after you're married and 
blah, blah, blah. And everybody probably had their different views on this. But personally, I feel like you should live with somebody prior to marrying them because you don't know if you're going to be able to deal with their habits if after you marry them, you know what I mean? I think that's a lot of the reason why you have so such a high divorce rate because you have people who may be traditionalists and want to wait until after the marriage and stuff. But I like to know what I'm getting into before I marry that thing. You know what well, I mean? But see, that's the other part. That's the other half of the equation as well. You got right. those. The reason, you know, it's not it's not just the simple, simple fact that they're, they're waiting until after the fact. Nine times out of ten, they're not even waiting. It's, yeah. it's really one of those things. It's really one of those things where it's like, they're 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 in such they're in such a romantic phase and they're such in a honeymoon uh-huh. phase. By the time uh-huh. they decide they want to go and say I do and all that other good stuff, and then reality finally kicks in. The minute that the nuptials are over with and the wedding dress is exactly. thrown away and all that uh-huh. other good stuff and like that, right? And then they go, oh shit! Um, I didn't chose yeah. the wrong one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's too late at that you know, point. You know, especially yep, the ones, yep, yep. especially the ones where, especially the ones where they get to a point where they think they're sexually compatible, but they didn't talk exactly. about every aspect of their sexual compatibility. And then all right. of a sudden, all of a sudden, a year comes out, and then he wants to try something new, and then she gives, she gives you the bug-eyed look, and vice versa, and then they're like, "Oh shit, um, we talk about that." And then she's looking at you crazy, and then you don't want to bring it up again. And then the next thing you know, you're talking to a coworker or you're talking to a chick at the bar, and she's willing to do what the wife don't want to do because you've already broached the subject, and now you're too scared to do it again. Right. That's how you know. That's how a lot of things end up happening when it comes to when it comes to those type of relationships. You know, okay, yeah, it's nice mm. to be all in love and all that other good stuff. Yeah, that's all mm. well and good. Blah blah blah. But if you're not, what is what is it they always say? It's not cheating if you're doing it together. Right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, okay, um, I just want to play devil's advocate because, you know, you being too good this evening, uh, Shakir. <laughs> so. Oh, she you, said. You said I mean, I can really yeah. go down if you want to. No, 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 no. <laughs> wait, no, wait, because I don't want you to go there. Cause I, no, right. don't, don't, don't go there. Right. No, I'm not going there. But you were saying that people, you know, don't try to find out if they're compatible and until it's kind of too late sometimes. And my question is, in the microwave society that we are, and I'm using Shakira's phrase because she <laughs> comes up with some good ones. I like to, yeah, I like to feel this stuff. But is that they didn't take the time to find out, or is it more that they are not willing to compromise once they do? Because, you know, 20, 30, 50, 70 years ago, they didn't always know who they were getting, but I think there was more of a spirit to accept, compromise, move forward than right now because yeah, but half the time they were probably cheating <laughs> on the slide. Okay. Exactly. Well, you know, cheating ain't a new sport. I mean, but you know, I think people were more willing to work through that good and bad time thing and yeah. pay more attention to that forever. And now that, you know, oh, hell, I can go get a divorce, you know, that concept. 
It's like, I don't have to. But, yeah, and I'm but even, oh, sorry. But even back then, you asking. know, true enough, like a lot of people were willing to work things out and, and um, kind, you know, for the greater good or, you know, for the kids or whatever. But at the same token, a lot of them were unhappy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, or they may have worked it out, but then you're going to live a long life of unhappiness. Like, who wants that? Who wants well, that? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> that, that's the thing. Is the, the they, they, they saw, you know, they saw it as, okay, we're going to fix the shit regardless. That's right. the way they saw it. From, the, from, from anyone on the outside looking in, it's going, okay, you're a dumbass for even doing and trying to go through all of that. You know, but, you know, at the same time, it's 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 a it's a, it's a byproduct of the times. In the fifties right. and sixties, in the fifties and sixties, if you were a divorcee, you were pretty much damaged goods. Don't even think about trying to get married again because yeah, what the fuck is wrong true. with you? Now, mm-hmm. fast forward to the seventies and eighties, and all of a sudden, it's no longer as big a stigmatized thing to be a divorcee. Right. And then you go to the nineties and today, and you can just about. Throw the baby with the bathwater at this point in time. Everything and anything can go at this point when it comes to relationships because everyone is a little bit more open than what they once were because the social stigmas are no longer in place. Right. So we have a we have a conversation going on in the chat room, uh, Tamara, and and you know our chat room it gets lively in there sometimes, <laughs> and they're discussing cheating. Which shows up in your book somehow. <laughs> um, but they're discussing cheating. And in an open relationship, is it cheating? If we're in an open relationship? Well, yeah, see, I don't know if I can speak much on that because I don't do the open relationship. <laughs> so I don't, but see, I'm that's not what I'm saying. But, you would, you, but see, you would provide that other perspective that traditionalist because I got some people in, in my chat room who say hey, yeah I think I'm more traditional with that especially you know nowadays it's too much going on out in the world right now to be trying to have multiple partners and do all of that you know that might work <laughs> for some people but I you know even though your partner true enough he or she can still cheat on you regardless and you can still end up with some crazy disease or whatever but at least if I'm only dealing with one person, I know who it came from. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you're dealing with multiple that. partners, you're really is one of my new favorite friends. He's one of my new favorite friends because Abdul is always on it. When he's um, listening to the show and on Facebook, he's always posting something. And so he's posted this story. And when you get a chance, go on my Facebook and check it out. But the title of this article he posted is, Two men sign contract to share one wife, and I don't haven't even read the the, the story, but the title already says, "Oh damn, you know that's all." Right. Shakira, what would you do that? What's that? I mean, could you could you see that being a, a way of life, sharing your wife with another man? As I mean, having a yeah. contract where two men share one wife. <laughs> Yeah. Is that a way of life? Conf- you can see that as a way of life? Like, you that is my life. way of life. I'm confused with what the hell y'all 
I'm really, I'm like, <laughs> do, 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 do we really need to go through this again? <sighs> Fine. Oh, I didn't want that to Let's be the answer. This, Let's go through this again. Oh. Well, see, she she don't know because I know you know because we've been doing this for a minute, but she don't know. So we're going to break this down. <laughs> My wife and I are married, yes. Um, our girlfriend's currently in the chat room as we speak. Okay. So we already share her. That oh, takes wow. care of that as far as that is. That is a closed circle. Now, okay. that being said, that being said, my wife has a boyfriend. I know about him. We're cool. Everything's good. There's no issues. There's no issues. He knows he knows where he knows where he stands. Everything's good in that regard. So there's never been that moment where somebody crossed a line and stepped on a toe or you're like, Wait, mm-hmm. homie, we ain't gonna be able to do this right now like this in this way. No. No. And, and okay, are y'all are y'all like cool with each other? Like, are y'all cool with each other? Like, are y'all cool with each other? <laughs> yeah, we've we've had we've had drinks we've had drinks together. You know, I know you know I know his wife. Everything is cool with her as well on that regard. It's just it's a mindset that most do not have, and it takes time to develop to that point. We've been around with, as far as my wife's boyfriend is concerned. She, he, and his wife have been married for what thirty years, and during during their marriage, during their marriage, they had their stints where they were monogamous. It was just him and her, and then after a certain point, they decided to go ahead and jump out of that relationship or that that type of mindset in their relationship, and decided to open up to a different paradigm. Okay. Okay. I mean, you know, I was ready. I braced myself. I wasn't ready, though, because I thought I was. That's, I thought I was ready. Um, but it's okay because I'm a processor, so that shit's sinking in right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so we have a couple calls I want to take um, because it's time to take some calls. Um, so area code is... Four zero four. Erico four zero four. You're on the air. Hello. 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 Oh, hi, Layla. How are you? I'm good. How are you, y'all? You coming? To- I know. <laughs> I know he gets a bit in his mouth sometimes, and I have to be like, okay, yeah. People sometimes think, oh, there's not a real person over there that's with him. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a real person over here. And yes, what she's saying is true. I think you're standing too close to Shakir. We're getting a little bit of feedback, an echo or something. Yeah, you're probably picking up the echo because we're close. We are all on stage. All right, go ahead. Thank you. 
Hello? Uh, yes, yeah, that's yeah. much better. Okay, sorry about that. Okay. You like to be too close to me. <laughs> Not right now, anyway. Not right now. I didn't say nothing about that. See, your mind went to there. I didn't go there. I was way up here. You went down there. That was you. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm still practicing. <laughs> but, no, I just wanted to, uh, I guess, more, uh, especially in this chat room uh, with Shamor, that um, I understand each size and each everybody's point of view and like I said, it's not for everybody. Everybody has to find their own path and find their own way how they're going to deal with each relationship they get right. into. So they have to understand what they can deal with and what they can't deal cannot deal with. So until that they figure that out, they can't really be into a relationship until that is done. Right. Right. And, and this but, is okay. the thing, you know, everything's not for everybody. Exactly. So definitely, I get that. See, I'm processing slow. It's slow. I'm getting it. I know. I'm proud of you. You're good. (laughs) (laughs) But that's all I'm saying for right now. Thanks. And, and, you know, one of the things, and I'm sorry, you know, forgive me for for being this person, but one of my things is um, if I had to feel a certain way about it, I can't say I approve because I, that made me sound crazy because I wouldn't do it. But I, what I like is the equity that's there. It's not Shakira get all the women he wants, you know, and you have to just accept it, you know. Oh it, yeah, no, oh it's nothing like that. I think that's what. Go ahead. I mean, and that's one of the things that that makes me okay because you get some men who. They want to be able to do that, and it's one-sided because they right. can't imagine anybody touching their wife. That's true. True. And I think that's what most people, I guess, lose sight of when you say, you know, either poly or open relationship or whatever, that they think there's no rules, but the rules are still there. It's just the people who are involved in a relationship have to figure out the rules and the parameters within right. it. It doesn't right. change. The rules are still there. There's like there's not like no oh this is a free for all. I can do whatever. No, the rules are still there. Right. The certain ones may well, not be um, the same ones in your relationship. Some may be the same in mine. So it just depends. Right. And now, um, because you know, I got to be cussed out once a show. Um, <laughs> Imaj was on hold for a long time. <laughs> Imaj. Hey, how y'all doing tonight? Oh, she was Hello. nice. Okay, because she got me last week. <laughs> no, she, 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 I didn't leave you on hold too long, did I? No, I'm I'm good. I was, I'm sitting in here chatting in the chat room, as always. And so I, I understand all perspectives of it. Yes, I am the traditional. And I want to be married to my husband, and that's who I'm going to be married to for the rest of my life, you know, no outside. But I also can see where everybody else is coming from. What works in your relationship works in your relationship. You're yeah. in it. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just like you all have a relationship with Miss um, Layla and Shakira, you know, I have a married couple that's in my life that relationship is just like you all. And so 
we all hang out. I don't see anything wrong with it. That's their life. Mm. So, mm-hmm. like, the girlfriend is really cool. Love her to death. You know, so it is what it is. You know, people, yes, they're throwing in that vows are this and vows are that. Yes, those vows are to that person. Yes, you all are saying them in front of God, but what's the boundaries of their relationship is has nothing to do with yours because those vows mean different things to different people. Right, right. So, you know, it's like it's like full of judgment, like, but you can't judge it because it's not yours. Yeah, and, you know, it's so funny because I was sitting here and then I looked up and I saw um, the number that was um, that wanted to speak, and I said, "I bet that's later." <laughs> and then when I answered the line, it was, and it's, it's she's supporting that baby. She's supporting her man. She's not gonna let y'all feast on him. So if it's something <laughs> that y'all disagree with, oh well, because she made sure she made her presence known. And you know, but that's. Those are some of the intricate details of a relationship that even if you disagree with their limits and their boundaries, you can't knock that connection, that part of their connection. And see, that's my whole thing. I feel like, you know, it's not my place to judge what that person does. Like um, everybody's been saying, that's up to you. If that works for you, then that works for you. And it's not right. for me to knock what you're doing. You know, because if it's making you happy and you're happy in your relationship the way that it's going, then by all means, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. You like it, I love it, so go ahead. Right. I had to take a deep breath because um, we have a California area code. Dear God. That sounded like the wrong we got some GPA in the house. Mute yourself. <laughs> Go mute yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and I'm putting you back in the chat room, Imaj. So I can let Jerome have his time on the air. Everybody brace yourself for some more testosterone on the line. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Area code 323 on air. Hey, what's good? What's good, Ron? Hello. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Good convo tonight. Oh, Um, like this. But I have did untraditional... But, you know, I'm more like I'm raised traditional. You know, my parents were married for 25 years before they divorced. And you know, we got a gang of relatives that got 50, 60 years. But I have did, I have did both, both. And um, they're very similar in a lot of ways, though. They're very similar. Because... Uh, I heard the brother talking about um, him and the him and the guy or the girls. They haven't they haven't um, had any falling out. But soon as some emotions come in, there will be fallouts. So long as stuff is just sexual, yeah, there's no fallouts. You know, they, it's a meeting. They have meeting times where they do their thing. 
and come home. But once it goes beyond just some sexual fun, yeah, it's going to be fallouts. And the same thing goes with traditional relationships when people are cheating on the side. You know, if you can go do your thing and not mess up your not mess up your normal routine, ain't nothing said. If you start buying gifts and start having some emotions and stop going and go out your routine, oh, yeah, it's going to be some repercussions and consequences. So, And I think people, uh, sorry, what did you say? Uh, I'm saying, you know, um, when you say that about um, people being or not having emotion in the relationship, do you really think that they can have that long-term relationship without emotion? I mean, yeah, I mean, like in, the, in, the, in the situation, um, yeah, because they're getting like the situation that the brother's talking about, he's married and the other person's married. So they get their emotions from that partner, but they might just want sexual excitement from, an, from by having variety. Um, so in the variety, there's no emotions because I can tell you from years of being a player, it'd be it'd be no emotions. It'd be no emotions. And then when the woman would get emotional, I'd just be like, we're gonna have to quit this because you know this. This is not what I'm into. So, like, we but can see, just end I think you coming from the perspective of a cheater. No, I'm coming from perspective like, mutual... like say, I understand. Like, say if it's a traditional thing, right? If and say people say if a person cheats, if he does, if he or she doesn't get emotional and just cheats. Stays on their normal routine. Wake up at the same time. Go to work. Go to work at the same time. Come home at the same time. Cook, clean, have as much sex as you all normally have. There's no discussion about nothing. Cause he's he or she is staying in routine. Soon as some emotions happen, where you gotta cater to somebody and you're going on dates and you're spoiling them and you're worried about their little life and their little problems, then you're actually having active relationships. Then it's beyond sex. And when a couple starts having an active relationship in a traditional sense with the person they're cheating with, sometimes sometimes when the, um, the person that they're married to or going out with finds out, most of the time, there's no recovery for it. Because the main thing is they feel that you betrayed not only they trust, but you had some feelings for that person. You had some emotional well, feelings for that person. I'm just going to tell you that, of course, Abdul got us. So he just posted um, a link. <laughs> he called himself the link master. He just posted a link. <laughs> Yeah, Abdul's on it, boy. He, he finds yeah, he stuff. Is. Well. <laughs> yeah. But the title of the book is A Guide to Creating and Sustaining Open Relationships. Now, I'm going to beg to differ only because any any market where people are writing 
these types, this genre, you know, about sustaining, I think it's more involved than just sex. Because they're trying to manage now, it. And they're trying I, to be I able think, to. Yeah, and, and, and you're right to a degree. As I stated in there, because, I mean, DV had a little bit of a point as well. He says, you know, they have designated couples that still go out and do other things besides have sex. When 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 you're dealing in the swingers lifestyle and you're dealing in the poly aspect and, and those that do open relationships and things of that nature, things start out on a sexual vibe. It's just like any other relationship dynamic. You find someone attractive, you want to fuck. After a while, the the sexual aspect doesn't entirely go away, but it does kind of balance out in terms of the connection that is there at that point. So, you know, it just depends on the actual, um, it just depends on the actual vibe for the most part. Uh, you know, it's not it's not an absolute in terms of 100% of the time, but at the same time, that's how it is. Because I know I dealt with a, a gay woman couple where they shared me, and as long as we had, as long as, as long as it was a schedule where everybody Got it in together. I'm sorry. Did y'all hear that? The basis of that relationship. They were lesbians, but they shared him. Okay, I'm sorry. That's like trying to put the square peg in the circle hole. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. You just said it was cool if women could do it and men could do it. Now now I'm telling you a story about how they did it. But okay, as soon as we, as soon as, as soon as I changed the rules, where, you know, I might come over and the other one wasn't there, so yeah, I'm, I might not wait for the other one there and get it in, or I might want to go bowling or roller skating and one wouldn't be with us. It it ruined the whole dynamics, and then I was younger and I didn't and I didn't realize that until they started until the person that wasn't coming, vented about it. And then it messed up. It messed up my whole little thing. But but before, when it was like all three of us participated all the time together, it was no problem. Once we started doing stuff exclusively without one of the per- people, it just ruined it. It ruined it. Because the person okay. that wasn't coming. Because you broke the agreement. <laughs> Because yeah, the person yeah. that wasn't with us felt that the, the woman was herself. And then you have to look at the dynamics, too, because the women that were that I was with, one was strictly with women, and the other one was bi. So the one that was strictly with women, when I would be with the one that was bi, was always thinking, was always insecure that, oh, she will leave. Right. And then okay. it was like, and then after, and then at the time, I made more money than the, than the all gay. So then you she know, was really nervous. Every time Jerome mm-hmm. comes on the line, he leaves lasting impression on the camera. Because um, Jerome, I got something for you coming in the mail. I promise. Um, and you know, I'm you know, I'm just trying to. <laughs> I'm just trying to <laughs> comprehend your story. Um, and it's beautiful. You know, it's beautiful, Jerome. 
said, the only confused people in the room, I don't know, I guess it was you because you didn't participate the way they told you to. I don't know. Your situations are always unique. And, and so we really appreciate your uniqueness. <laughs> but I have to uh, kick you off the line. And Imaj is yelling at me, but Ron is on the line, Imaj, so it's not your turn yet. And if you <laughs> want to talk to Jerome, it ain't happening, sister. <laughs> Nobody is encouraging Jerome to talk any more tonight. Right. Oh, goodness. So, thank you, Jerome, for sharing. <laughs> I'm sure that you probably heard that twice, right? <laughs> Oh, no, it's funny to me. Okay. So, this is the part of the show where Ron comes on and adds utter chaos to the line. This is the wind up <laughs> with Ron. Um, we never know what he's going to talk about. Sometimes he's on topic, and sometimes he's in Ron's world. And it's okay because we embrace our Ronness. So I'm going to go ahead and bring Ron on. All right. I like that phrase, embracing your Ronness. I like that. <laughs> embracing the Ronness. How much is my gun? I like that. I think I'm going to get some T-shirts made or something like that. Oh, you know we do T-shirts. You know we do T-shirts around here. I, I think I'm going to get some. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Hi, Ron. Uh, Ima says to tell you she likes you. See, this is what I'm talking about. I just feel the love. Thank you. The <laughs> blessing. I mean, I'm did you hear what I said? What did you just say? Ima said to tell you that she likes you. Yes, I, I, I did. I did. I, I, I appreciate the love, and, and she is liked also. Right back at you. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, y'all. I gotta Here share. we go. I got to share this. Because, you know, we, we do our social media. So I, I got a text conversation going on. <laughs> so when I introduced Ron's section as the wind-up, somebody said, well, maybe when y'all let Jerome talk, y'all should call it the shot down show because... <laughs> I just had to throw a shot down and listen to him. <laughs> poor Ron. I mean, poor Jerome. So nobody, <laughs> even the other listeners, they have to take a, a shot just to listen to him. Okay, Ron, <laughs> I took your time. I'm sorry. No, I mean, in actuality, Jerome was saying some things that was making a lot of sense. But um, there was those other times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, that's my man. That's my man. <laughs> what? <laughs> I hate when you start talking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not feeling the love anymore. <laughs> oh, I didn't say I like you. That was in mine. Oh mercy! Just knew it was gonna happen. I'm just saying. I'm sorry, did you have something to add to the show? Well, <laughs> I just, I'm thinking certain things right now. 
and I, I just want to know if I'm wrong or not. Um, it's certain things for men and certain things for women, and I'm just confused about these things. Um, if you're a man and you're over 30, I think personally you shouldn't get no mohawks and get no colors in your hair. You're a grown-ass man, what you doing? <laughs> but I'm seeing dudes in the mid-30s, and I'm seeing them with mohawks, and I'm confused. I'm like, wait, what's your credit score? What's going on? <laughs> I mean, is it me? Is it me? Am I wrong? Oh, shit. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. I'm just gonna move on. I'm gonna move on. Uh, yeah, move on. Cause that was that was that was like one track. That's like that's one, that's like way off the track right about now. Yeah, I, I mean, come on, it's ridiculous. Why do I see the size of your head? You're a grown man. Oh, I yeah. told you. <laughs> when it comes to women, when it comes to women, I'm, I'm I'm walking down the street the other day and I see this young lady and she she had to be all of seventeen. And then I seen another one. She had to be all 77. And I'm like, well, goddamn, they got the same outfit on. And it's me because you know how you see a woman and at the bottom of her butt, her, her, her thigh a little dark. If I can see that, too short is too short. If I can see how your, your skin changed from your thigh to your butt, I don't need to see that. That's, that's ridiculous. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. I don't know. I could be the one that's wrong here. Oh, my God. Oh, goodness. I, 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 I don't just know. want everybody to make sure they understood what Roger said. He was yeah, looking yeah, at the old lady. I shouldn't see the discoloration of your thigh under your buttocks. I shouldn't see that. Ron was looking at that old lady, but I no doubt, no doubt. I'm I'm not I'm not a dummy. I just recognize. <laughs> she had a little bit. She had a little something. It was a little something. Oh no. And 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 what 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 really had me is I'm confused about women. When did y'all stop wearing slips? I mean, since when is a slip too much damn material to put on? You know, it's 110 degrees in Texas. I'm just saying. <sighs> <laughs> okay, sweetheart, I ain't never been in Texas except for that one time in the airport going through. I, I'm talking about every other place where it's normal temperatures. <laughs> Put it <laughs> I don't need to see all your goods, ma. I mean, come on, for real. You're walking up steps, and I'm looking because I'm nasty, but if you had a slip, I wouldn't be able to see nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you tell us? Did you tell us? Listen, listen, listen. We's not. There's no time for conversations. I'm, I'm, I'm getting my little dirty eyeball on. So as she was going up the steps, I was looking. But I mean, I mean all come you on. had to do is, you know, once you got to the top, say, "Ma'am, maybe next time you want to wear a slip." Yeah, she then I got to. I open up my to all kind of conversations and things of that nature. I, I don't, don't want to talk to her. She's nasty. I'm sorry. I got to get in on this one. Like, usually, if you come out the house a certain way, you know what you wanted to get the type of attention that you want. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I'm sure she knew people could see us that thing. So. Oh, Up that God. thing, because he was up under it. It's different. But she you already knows only anyway. So. She probably slapped she already out, Ron, because he's probably under her dress and not looking through it. 
<laughs> but I'm, I'm sorry, but some women wear things because they want to be seen that way. So. Hey, hey, you got it out there for them to look at. If she got it out there for him to look at, more power to her. <laughs> <laughs> you don't be upset you know why acting the way you don't like. <laughs> you know what, Ron? I'm not your only heckler. Somebody in the chat room said, well, at least you know at 77 she can't be your next baby mama. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we went through this before. I'm not having no more baby mama. That's the thing in the past. The daddy I'm going to be is a granddaddy. I'm good. I'm just saying. That's, I mean, but, no, I have but, to share the comments out of the chat room. No, she was kind of sexy at 77. I can't lie. She was. She had a little shape to her. She had a little shape. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> okay, that's I have no comment for that yeah. one. <laughs> He's so nasty. Yeah, we are definitely back at the degenerative part of the show. I'm just saying, Imaj, is this what you want? I'm just saying. That's what you want? Every time you let him out, you got to watch. Every time y'all go out, you got to watch your grandmama. That's sad. That's sad, Imaj. Grandmama need love, too. Stop playing. Grandmama need love, too. Look, that's so horrible. I'm just saying, Imaj, think about this before you move forward. Um, your life. And you become a grandmother, you gonna want some love. Oh my gosh, <laughs> DB, DB just said, "Ugh, DB so nasty." Tom K Ryan, go ahead and knock the dust off that cooch. Really, DB, really? Yeah, Ron, that's nasty. I ain't never mad at that. <laughs> I said, Ryan, um, were you done? Without yes, ma'am. Well, I've enjoyed yes, these yes, last. It, it was just a couple of things I was curious about, so I figured I'd throw it out there. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I sounds like you laughing more at me than with me, so I'm, I'm just gonna move on. That's every damn week. <laughs> <laughs> That's every week. You are good material. Okay, I mean, hey, um, tomato, hold tomato. On. Wait a minute. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Oh, we're playing love connection. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Imaj, I'd like to introduce you to Bachelor Number One. <laughs> no, because you did not read any of my comments after I said I like him. He went so far left. I hit the unlike button on him. No. Almighty. <laughs> no. Because, wait a minute. I don't even know how far left you went because you, I mean, you said so much. Got my eyes in water and tearing up because I've been laughing so hard. Oh my gosh! I need oh this last. So, I mean, I I don't even know. You know what? <laughs> Testosterone is a sick, sick binding gel. Because I got to from no more baby mamas to old holes to. Yeah, but listen, yeah. he's trying to he's getting backed up on Facebook. Abdul's over here talking about, well, you know, if she Tina Turner, it's all right, he get a pass. Oh, oh my now. god. Really? They're trying to back you up, Ron. <laughs> they trying oh to help god. you out, Ron. They're trying to help you out. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know why people try to help him out. I don't know either. <laughs> they I, I, it is Ron. Oh. 
and he does, you know, he does his, you know what he did while we're talking about him laughing at it. He hung up. It's what he does. It's his face. Oh, wow. You know, that's his I mean, thing. Come on now. Right. That's fine. You can still hear us laughing on the internet if you choose to get on it. Oh, Ron. Yes, ma'am. How do you just hang up and then come back in? No, see, see what happened? I was smiling so much that my cheek hit the button. <laughs> oh, my cheek hit the oh. button and cut it off. Yeah, that's it. That's oh, what happened right there. Cut. Oh, oh, you were smiling because it said Tina Turner. <laughs> you <laughs> got an older woman fetish? Listen, no, Tina Turner got the cougars. <laughs> I tell you, my perfect woman is Claire Huxtable. Oh. Mm, love you from oh. Claire Huxtable. I mean, no, Ian, no, you know there's nobody had nothing to say about that one. <laughs> I think we done. I think we done laughing at you. <laughs> For now. That's okay. That's okay. I mean, Anytime you want to laugh, I'm available If I let you keep talking, you'll get with something new. Wrong, wow, we even got people. No, please don't, Jesus. Okay, oh. let's get back to what Jerome, what Jerome was talking about. I was confused. Do you really want to talk about what Jerome was talking about? Because I, I understand. Does. I need understanding because I, you know, I don't like being confused. Because if you're <laughs> in a relationship with two lesbian women, the lesbian women that I know, they don't like no Peter. Period. So what planet are you on? I'm trying my best to just set that down. <laughs> I live here on Earth, and my best friend is an openly lesbian woman. And I asked her, I said, what is it? Because at one point she did date men. And I said, what made you want to be a lesbian? She was like, Jamie, I've never enjoyed sex with a man. Well, so, they enjoy sex with Jerome. <sighs> Maybe all lesbians uh, need to meet Jerome, uh, and then they might be straight. You think? Uh-oh. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Let me yes, yes. You want to get in there? What? <laughs> See, this, this is already delving in gray area territory that we ain't got enough time for. So no, let's just skip that. Let's just skip that. Let, let's skip that whole scenario and keep it moving, too. Oh, good God. Okay. We, okay, I'll skip it. I mean, we'll I, go. Just, I just wanted you to have a chance to share with, you know, your feelings. <laughs> he confuses me. He makes my head hurt. Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Jerome? Yeah. Hello? Hello? Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, you make good? her head hurt. You make her head hurt. Why you say that? That's what she said. I'm repeating. It, it just changes <laughs> up so frequently. Like one week, you'd be like, I'm so pro-male and women are this, 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 and this. And then, oh, but I'm the traditionalist, but I'm not the traditionalist, and women are this, and I want her to talk to me when she comes home. I was confused last week. I was confused the week before that. I'm confused again. I just don't understand what you're wrong. Uh-oh. Well, I'm going to say this, you know, like, you had different parts of your life. So I, I knew, you know, college and and all that. I wasn't trying to be traditional. 
It's, it's like, it's what, 20 to 1 in college when I'm trying to be traditional. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was I was having fun, but, you know, you know, it's a certain way that you raise, and, you know, eventually you got to go back to that. So, you know, eventually, yeah, I do want to be in one-on-one committed relationship and wifey and kids and, you know, and it's us growing old together and, you know, really exercising what love is really well, I'm about. I'm just saying, hours. if y'all grow old together, don't let her wear no dukes or Ron may steal her from you. I'm just... <laughs> it's so crazy. And I found <laughs> what I was tripping off on the conversations was like a lot of people are really uh, putting emphasis on, like, sex and the, uh, the ability to have... I guess orgasms or orgasmic sex, and I think that's the wrong way to approach a relationship. Uh-oh. But it was a trip. How many women? Your head hurting. Honey, I'm gonna be real honest. I tuned out. I'm sorry. I tuned out. Who tuned out? <laughs> okay. Can you wait so I can tune back in? Because I was reading something else and. I tuned out. I'm sorry. He was saying y'all keep talking about orgasms, and it's not about orgasms anymore. That's old stuff. What? That's what about me? If you're going to say it's not about something, what else is it about? Just love, <laughs> commitment, <Quiet>. and <laughs> spiritual connection. You know, a lot of other stuff besides if you can get it in. Camera. You're only gonna be you only gonna oh, be I'm getting serious. it in maybe twenty percent of the time. I just wondered if I'm you were taking notes. Oh, I'm you just taking notes so you can write a character named Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I might have one in my book already. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go ahead and bless us with one of them poems. <laughs> we love Jerome, you, I feel Colleen. you, brother. I feel you. <clears throat> oh, shit. Okay. Oh, I like Don't you dare, Shakir. Don't you dare jump in there. On that. Not I, I'm not jumping in to say anything, but we're going to go ahead and try to get the train back on track real quick. I'm, yeah, I'm about to push... Um, I'm about to push Jerome uh, <laughs> on off the line. <laughs> <laughs> Jerome, thank you for bringing in all your wonderful perspectives that no one else shared. That's wonderful. Thank you. I'm putting your mic on mute, sweetheart. Yeah. All right. Definitely. <laughs> Be good, <Thank> boy. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> okay. Um, area code is 320. You know what's about to happen, zero. right? You know who this is. <laughs> hey, y'all know who this is. I didn't make you hold on long. You didn't have hey, to hold on long. Good thing you didn't. Show all that's over. Can we go back to the subject? It was interesting. I'm <laughs> next week, okay? Next, next week. Let's yes, get well off the air. And go back to what we're talking about. <laughs> Please. People. What, what happens every time 
You know, Ron could go either way, left or right. You, know, you never know what Ron's going to bring. Ron was okay, especially when he was talking about he would hit the old folks, okay? <laughs> but Ron went off into another stratosphere. Boy, <laughs> trying to throw me under the bus again. Thank you, guys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what, Ron? If I could just keep that bus on top of you and just spin the wheels, I would. I'm just saying, if we're being honest. That's our open relationship. <laughs> I, I, I like that. I like that Ron said he'd hit her old woman. She looked good. Mm, that's it. Yeah. You know. All oh, women my. need love, too. I'm just saying. Because I'm getting oh, up there, picking up all the women tonight. <laughs> uh-uh. No, he ain't picking up all of them. He's picking up all the older ones, Connor. <laughs> listen, listen. Don't call them old. Have respect. Deep to say that. 
the person that cares the least determines the bounds because whatever it is that they care about, it sets, you know, the parameters for how much they're willing to give, which means that's all you're going to get. They kind of do. You can't continue to grow up if I'm not moving up. Do you really want to be in a relationship where someone is not giving their all? They're just giving you a certain limit? Because you never really fully have your heart if they're only giving you to that bar. Isn't that what compromise is? That whole idea of somebody completing you, meaning that there's something that they don't do or fulfill that you have to come in and do. So isn't that that idea, same idea, only more acceptable because of what we call it? They're not giving you everything, but you don't have a problem compromising and making up that difference. I'm just saying. Yes, so. Yeah, I look at it like you're never going to get anybody that's 100%. <laughs> so, like you said, it's always oh. going to be a compromise somewhere in there. But somebody said, and I bet Imaj is going to like this, I think the boundaries should be set. Uh, this is Michael Warner. Um, I think the boundaries should be set by both individuals with love as the common bond between. This way, compromising is something that can be without losses for yourself. Cool. But Tamika said, Tamika Newhouse said, the guy really does it because no woman can really change a man or make him be in a relationship. It will go as far as the man allows. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. That was a really difficult. I think she's the only one that said that on here, that the man kind of coming. Well, I mean, a woman can make men do some crazy things. You think? Absolutely. Why do you say that? You just like I've lived my life and experience. I mean, women have made me do some crazy things. Don't yell at me. Yeah, man. You almost didn't get your paycheck. You know, it's like, I caught myself like, know your voice, boy. <laughs> Ron, I just wanted you to explain what you said, that's all. No, I'm I'm finished talking. I'm good. You can't be finished talking. Who was on that bed? <laughs> okay, I see what I'm here for. Make sure my my mom pays in cash. No check this week. <laughs> oh, you want cash? You want cash? Want cash. Is that what you said? Uh, all right, I'll I'll make sure we do that. Stand there and wait for it. The Walmart. Just stand there and wait for it. <laughs> so as I said, back to the topic. <laughs> I was trying to get you to explain what you said. That was the topic. No, I'm 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 going to defer to someone much more experienced than myself. 
<laughs> Somebody said maybe we should talk about running from child support. <laughs> 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 wow. people up in this charum. This charum is not for the meek. <laughs> they no, it's not. It never was. Oh never. <laughs> wow. Get out of that chat room if you are not in armor, I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. So so okay, so when we are talking about these boundaries and setting these boundaries, what what is it that allows uh a person to compromise? Like, what is it that makes you want to say, well, okay, I'll give a little bit on that? Anybody? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? Mm. I hate that question. I'm going to go with your options. Your options decide what you do. Your options? Your options in your relationship? Is that what you're saying? Yes. The relationship itself? Yes. So in other words, if you don't want to go out to eat every night, you don't have to choose to do that because you can cook. I don't need you to cook for me. So if there's an option for me to do something else, then I don't have to compromise. But if I don't have an option, then I just may have to compromise. Mm, you said something right there. I usually do, but you just be trying to laugh at me. See, that's okay, though. I'm used to it. Yeah, I know you read that from something. It's okay. I'm a, you make sure you uh, cite your sources, sir. Give that other credit for those words you've stolen. Good Lord. <laughs> those are not original words. You don't think like that. You look at old ladies' butts. I know better. <laughs> it was an old lady who told me to think like this. Wow. Uh-oh. Oh my goodness. Uh, okay. Hey, I'm not. I'm not gonna even. You know, it's good. But then I'm well, what do you think is the answer to that question, Shamal? To the question of why do we compromise? Yeah. I think you know my answer to that is that it's all relative to your situation. Um, because compromise is personal, and what you feel personally, where you are in your world, your self-esteem. So sometimes you compromise because you don't think there's nothing better for you to do than what you've got. And sometimes when you heal those scars, you realize that I was compromising for the wrong reason, so I'm not anymore. And I think it's um, because it's such a personal decision that it takes into consideration all of those elements that make you who you are at the time. That's what I think. Give me a check back. Okay, I guess. <laughs> you don't have nothing to say, Ron? I guess. I mean, you didn't say much or nothing. You just said the word personal oh, 17 you. times and... You know, you said that's, that's because I want to be there with process. The trick I learned when you have to talk to people a little bit slower than the average. Wow. Keywords, repeat them. <laughs> Keywords, repeat uh, them. Okay, Ron. Okay. <laughs> what you say? What was that? See, I didn't say it enough times. Right. 
Okay, so what I would like to do right now is hang up on Ron. And it is time to kind of wind it all down. So we're going to let uh, Tamara go ahead and give us uh, where to find her uh, information so we all know how to get her on Facebook and Twitter and all those other things so that we can hang up on everybody. So. <laughs> well, um, I can be found on Twitter under Arthur Tamara. And um, I can be found under Facebook under um, Tamara.Matthews, you know, at Facebook. Um, if you want to send me a friend request, you can put my whole name in and I'll definitely pop up. Um, I can also be found on uh, com, uh, which is my publisher, Tamika Newhouse. And... Um, yeah, and she, um, there'll be information on that site as well about me. Um, gosh, there's so many sites. <laughs> um, and I can also be emailed at um, Tammy3715 at gmail dot com. And All right. So, if you got some okay. stuff you want to ask, I got a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of different contacts. <laughs> so I'm like, how many you want? <laughs> well, and I got a hot mail too. Wanna, so if they still I want to run your um your Facebook post again, and then you can post everything under there so that they have a whole list and they can see your book and your face and they know it's you, and then they have a whole okay. list. So. I don't want to get cut off, so I'm just going to say good night, everyone. Check my page to get Tamara's information and go and support fellow authors. What we do, love you all. And we'll see you. Definitely enjoyed the show. Good night. Good night. All right. All right.